I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone, say hi to Natalia Rachel. She is the director of Soma Clinic in Singapore, a somatic trauma therapist and an educator. All of Natalia's work stems from the intention to support a shift from disempowerment and oppression to empowerment and expression with the relationship as the cornerstone for transformation. I'm really excited to have her on today to chat about the connection between trauma and physical health in women. So hi, Natalia. Um, just to you know, let everyone know who you are, how did you actually become a trauma therapist? Hi, Mel. Thanks for having me on your show. So my journey to working with trauma has been a pretty personal one. So I always call myself patient turned therapist. So before I was a trauma therapist, I was a patient and someone that lived with trauma and physical and mental health issues for a really long time. And I guess through my own healing and recovery journey, that led me to start to be really curious and to learn and explore. Uh, so my first trainings were as a hypnotherapist and regression therapist, and then a craniosacral therapist, which is a light touch um, modality that stems from osteopathy. And I guess over time, I learned many things. And when I started working, I guess we always attract clients that we resonate with, right? Yeah, so, totally. Um, <laughs> over time, it was like 100% trauma people that were coming to see me and also people who had heard about my recovery. Uh, mm -hmm. So over years, I guess I synthesized my techniques and I learned more and more and I read and I read and, and it became my, my niche and my specialty. Wow, okay. So I'm really interested to know more about this. Um, how do you say, how would you link trauma to physical health? Because I think for most people, they like kind of separate it out. Absolutely. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not a medical doctor, but I can tell you, I guess, through my lens and my experience, when we experience trauma, our body goes into survival mode. So literally there are signals darting through our nervous system that are saying something's wrong. I'm not safe. Um, help, help. And when that's happening in our nervous system, our nervous system governs our entire body. It governs, governs every system in our body. Um, so when there's, there's threat in the nervous system, um, our physical body is going to be affected. And the layers or the parts of the body or the systems in the body that are affected more in, in, in each of us will depend on many things, including, I, I guess, our tendencies and our other adaptive responses survival responses that we've developed over time. But certainly when we experience trauma, it is very physiological and it is physiological first. It is then mental and emotional and relational, but it's literally happening in our bodies. Yeah, interesting. I think I never really understood that until um, I read The Body Keeps the Score, the book. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he talked so much about like the various parts of the brain right? That's like affected. And yeah, I never realized that our body is so in tune with what with like, whatever that's affecting our emotions and our mental health. Absolutely. Well, I guess if we, you know, I'll always bring everything back to the nervous system. So our nervous system's experiencing all the time through neuroception. Uh, so it's picking up on our environment, on the people around us, on our own experience. And, 
and we're re either responding or reacting to it. And the first question it's always asking is, am I experiencing danger or am I experiencing safety? And if I'm experiencing danger, what do I need to do in order to find safety again? So our body is gonna funnel resources where it feels, senses it needs to in order to reach safety. So always our primary goal is to find safety. But in the case of trauma, we can't find it. Um, and when we link that back to the body, uh, when our nervous system, our body is scrambling for safety, of course, symptoms are going to arise. Of course, there's going to be disharmony. Mm -hmm. I like that you brought that up because in the functional medicine lens, we like to look at the root causes of whatever that's happening uproot. And it seems like, you know, when we are dealing with like traumatic issues or people unable to feel safe, we then have to address the nervous system first. Would, would that be accurate to say? Absolutely. I think the nervous system is always, I guess, one of the most important things to address because when our nervous system is starting to sense safety, we're able to start living within our capacity. And so whether we're experiencing physical health symptoms or mental health symptoms or relational health symptoms, once we are feeling safer inside our bodies, um, everything else can start to fall into line and calm down. So, um, you know, when we talk about the nervous system, like how does this have an impact on like women's hormones, for example? Okay. Well, the nervous system is very closely linked to the endocrine system, which is responsible for our, our hormones. So it makes perfect sense that if our nervous system is, is experiencing threat, our endocrine system is going to be affected. And like I mentioned earlier, we're also different and unique. So some people may not have an effect on their on their hormone health on their endocrine system but some people may so this depends on perhaps the health in the first place and other things like family history mm -hmm. um so we I, I kind of say we've all got different parts of ourselves that are more susceptible to overwhelm so for some of us it may be that our our hormone health or our endocrine system are more susceptible to being affected whereas somebody else maybe their gut is more successful susceptible maybe mm -hmm. they're going to get gut health problems or I some see. people might get colds and viruses more uh, so right. we're all very different oh that totally makes sense because sometimes like I feel like if someone's constantly under stress like that person will keep having a cold or you know we all know that friend who always falls sick or has some kind of recurring symptom and that kind of makes sense too like we could tie it back to like some unresolved trauma right Absolutely. And, you know, it may or may not be trauma, but mm -hmm. when the nervous system experiences overwhelm, you could call it traumatic stress. So it's the same thing. It depends right. about whether it's situational. Is the person experiencing overwhelm right now in the present or is there a link to, to a root cause to trauma that's mm -hmm. been earlier in their life? Like mostly I'm working with um, attachment and relational trauma. So maybe it's linking to something back when they were young where they've been abused or neglected or something like that. But we can experience these, system, these symptoms just from chronic traumatic stress. Okay. And so that leads me to my next question. Like, what are some symptoms you have seen uh, linked to like inner healing that perhaps women don't actually associate with unresolved trauma? So the, the biggest one that people don't tend to associate is actually relational stuff. So okay. people coming in that have really big problems in relationships, very bad relationship patterns, either they're the ones being abandoned all the time or they're getting very highly distressed and upset all the time. So that's, mm -hmm. I think, the biggest one that nobody really 
consciously or quickly were linked to past trauma. Um, but here at our clinic, we see a lot of people with autoimmune and neurological symptoms. So maybe they have something like chronic fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia, um, mm. or they might have other kind of hormone things, thyroid things going on. Uh, and often in our clinic anyway, there are links to past trauma. So something has caused the nervous system to go into threat uh, and it has not resolved. So it's kind of the definition of trauma is when something um, threatening in the past that is over is actually yeah. still affecting us now. So the body is still experiencing as if that threatening experience is current. Right. Um, so often that's the case with people arriving at our clinic and, and they're having these range of symptoms. A couple of other ones would be chronic headaches and neck tension um, or gut health where there's all kinds of funny things going on in the gut. Oh, it's good that you outlined all of that. I think a lot of people will only think like, oh, if I'm anxious or if I'm really depressed, then, you know, I might have like something to work with a therapist about. But I'm really glad you talked about like the autoimmune issues and also the gut issues because the gut is also very linked to the nervous system too. So um, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah, and I think when there are these physical health problems, there is usually some level of mental health symptoms as well. So usually if we've got an overwhelmed gut or, you know, problems with our thyroid or painful periods, there's usually some level of distress around it. Mm. Um, and it's just about, I guess, on which layer are we experiencing with the most intensity? Because it's usually that layer that we're going to go and seek help for. But right. it's really common if someone comes with physical health problems, but they are having some mental health issues too. And same if somebody comes with some mental health problems, there's usually some physical stuff going on. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's interconnected, right? That's, yeah. that's a true picture. So, um, so how can we learn to, you know, help to heal our trauma? And like, I'm, I guess my main question is like, if someone wants to work on healing themselves, but then do they work simultaneously on their physical health? Because it might seem like a lot at the same time. Yeah, I mean, healing can get overwhelming. So we want to simplify it and make it um, containable and digestible. I think the first question we can ask ourselves is, am I experiencing a sense of threat? Uh, and if the answer is yes, then we know, okay, well, we need to find some tools to help us increase our experience of safety. Um, and that might look like breathing exercises or yoga or exercise or talking to a therapist. There are so many different ways. The next thing we want to ask ourselves is if we're experiencing a sense of threat, is it real or is it perceived? Um, so it could be that something really difficult is going on in your life. It might be anything from a stressful job to an abusive partner. Um, if there's something current that's causing us to experience threat, then we need to work on what's happening right now. But we might be experiencing ourselves in the world as, as under threat when actually all our ducks are in a row and everything's right. good in our lives. Okay. Um, and that would indicate that there's probably something deeper to explore. So that's where we want to look uh, like, like you do in functional medicine for the origin. What would have happened um, to cause us to move into a sense of threat? And usually when we start to explore somebody's story, there are going to be clear points in their life where something has happened that's caused them to go into overwhelm. So when we explore the story, whether we're approaching it from physical health perspective or a mental health or in this combined way, there's always going to be very, very clear markers 
of when symptoms started and something that happened in in the person's life to to trigger it. Oh, I like that. I like the whole picture that you're drawing, including like hearing a person's story. I think that's really important because, um, you know, our conventional healthcare system, a lot of the patients, they don't have enough time to with the doctor anyway and no one really is listening to like you know what they're complaining about and most of the time they get just sent off with a prescription so um you know i think the combination of like functional medicine and then also seeking like a support therapist like yourself would really give them the tools um i know part of your toolkit you do like somatic therapy so can you just explain what that is and how it can be helpful sure well soma or somatic it means of the body uh, so there are many different somatic therapies and it's becoming a, a a growing thing in the world so somatic therapy could pertain to anything that is addressing the body so it could be things like yoga and qigong um, all the way through to gentle touch techniques like craniosacral therapy or osteopathy or even gentle massage um, and then there is um, somatic therapy that has psychotherapy roots so the most famous one that's around is called Somatic Experiencing, which was developed by Dr. Peter Levine. And he's written a, a number of amazing books. With somatic therapy at Soma Clinic, um, we are trying to link the mental narrative and everything that's going on now with the unspoken verbal somatic narrative, so non-verbal somatic narrative story of the body. And so we're doing that both by talking to our clients and understanding what's going on. And then we're actually working with touch. So in my treatment room, usually we'll talk to someone for about half an hour and then we're gonna try and find, well, what's happening in the body as part of that story. And so they'll actually get on our treatment table and we'll use gentle touch techniques to A, make people feel a lot safer mm -hmm. uh, and B, to see if we can connect to some of those unspoken stories that are existing in the body and bring them up for expression and integration. That sounds very holistic. And it sounds like um, the patient would be more aware of their physical body, I guess, when they talk about whatever that's troubling them. So a common experience um, that's linked with trauma uh, is dissociation. So when we dissociate, we actually leave our body. So when something really difficult is going on in our body and it's not a safe place to be, we're gonna check out. Um, and so a lot of people live their lives with this split. And so it might feel like they're watching their experience, um, they're next to themselves or above the room, or it feels like they're in a movie or in the wrong story or something like that, or it can feel like they're not quite there behind their eyes. And so a big part of this work is helping to heal that mind-body split um, and, and allow people to connect to their body because the body is speaking to us all the time. So yeah. often people with trauma cannot feel the signals um, that the body is telling us um, and that might be whether they're safe or under threat or whether they're feeling angry or upset or overwhelmed some people even can't sense signals of hunger or tiredness because they're not really with their body mm -hmm. uh, so a big part of the therapy is helping people safely orient to their body and when there has been deeper roots of, of trauma um, yeah. that also will entail gently looking at some of the suppressed content that has been there. So again, when we've been through something traumatic, it's not safe for us to connect to and to process and to integrate. So our body's clever at protecting us. And part of the trauma experience is that our right brain hides it. Um, so we're working to help clients connect to what's there and what's present. Okay. It's sort of like untangling like a really big knot 
that is absolutely suppressed underneath. Okay, I like that. I like the whole picture that you brought about. Um, so, you know, if someone is listening to this and, you know, they want to work with you or they want to try and find like a trauma somatic therapist in Singapore or, you know, anywhere else, um, where can they find you? Okay, so the, the two best places to find me are on Instagram, which is at Natalia underscore Rachel underscore change or on LinkedIn. I've got quite a few videos on YouTube too, if you're interested in, in watching more information. And our clinic is Soma Clinic um, in Singapore. And we've got a number of therapists that can support people either here or, or online as well. That sounds awesome. I'll definitely put that all in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I think it was a really good summary of everything, like, you know, um, ho how to heal holistic holistically. Too. <laughs>